Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, it seems like more information keeps coming out with regard to uh, the secret, the biggest secret of all time, and that is the reality that there are extraterrestrials here uh, and that the government has been covering it up for decades. Uh, for the last two years now, according to Senator Marco Rubio, uh, there have been people who worked on these programs meeting with people in Congress in secret and testifying to things that they know about that nobody else knows about. Uh, now, Rubio appeared on News Nation yesterday, on Monday, and he was talking about how, uh, the, you know, it's not just David Grush, uh, there's, there are other people who have been coming forward, and a lot of these people came forward before this whistleblower language uh, went into uh, effect in 2023, so they've been talking to Congress behind the scenes about this for two years, he said. Anyway, uh, the, uh, he, he was in an interview yesterday on News Nation, and... Uh, he told the reporter that, yeah, we've been talking to these people and he doesn't see any reason why they would be lying. Uh, but here's an article from Newsweek from today. It says, Marco Rubio claims top United States officials coming forward with UFO claims. Marco Rubio has claimed that those who have come forward regarding claims about the United States government retrieving alien craft have held very high clearances and high positions within our government. The senior senator of Florida and vice chair of the Select Committee on Intelligence was cautious not to reveal who had already come forward with information as part of an investigation by Congress into the matter when he spoke to News Nation on Monday. Frankly, a lot of them are very fearful, the Republican senator said, fearful of their jobs, fearful of their clearances, fearful of their career. Similarly, others involved in the, in the investigation have been guarded about the details of the probe. At the beginning of June, House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer announced an investigation into allegations that a top-secret military program already had a fully intact UFO in its possession. I'm, I'm certain that it's more than just one fully intact. Well, they might have... I don't know how many craft they have, but it's uh, they definitely have more than one. I'm, I'm certain of that. <clears throat> it says here, The investigation will be led by GOP reps Anna Paulina Luna of Florida, a committee member, and Tim Burchett of Tennessee, who is not a committee member, but has previously made claims about a government cover-up regarding unidentified flying objects. The alien probe was launched after various claims were made publicly by David Grush, a 36-year-old Air Force vet who previously worked at the National Reconnaissance Office on what is now referred to as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAP, but that's wrong. It's Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena. Anonymous. Anomalous Phenomena. Excuse me. Grush told News Nation, after featuring in an article on the same subject in the debrief, that the government had retrieved several non-human origin technical vehicles, some of which contained dead pilots. And this is what Rubio said on Monday with regard, uh, in reference to Grush. There are people who have come forward to share information with our committee over the last couple of years. I would imagine some of them are potentially some of the same people perhaps he's referring to. Now, of course, as we all remember, Grush uh, a couple weeks ago in that interview with Ross Coltart that was on News Nation indicated that he had talked with uh, a number of people who are involved in these top secret programs who have actually worked on uh, some of these reverse engineering projects. And, uh, and plus he was also showed classified documents uh, relating to some of these crashes, crash retrievals and reverse engineering programs, photographs, and he also saw videos. And he also talked to people. Uh, and so now the, and some of these people have been meeting with Congress over the past two years to tell them what they know. So it's not just Grush. I know a lot of people in the UFO community were uh, saying that, you know, Grush didn't provide the goods. He only provided a story that a lot of us already felt like we knew, which is true, right? But uh, I guess 
what he did do is he basically what I what I see what, what's happened here is Grush basically, you know, he corroborated everything that we already knew. He's saying, yeah, this is what's going on behind the scenes. Like our, our suspicions were correct. Unfortunately, he didn't he didn't have any evidence to provide with that. But here you have some other witnesses apparently who over the past two years have been meeting secretly with Congress and and talking about what they know. So I guess the next thing that we're gonna have to that's going to have to happen here is uh, they're going to have to take some of these Congress members to the places where these things are being stored. We 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 need to have the absolute end all evidence so we can end this debate once and for all. That's what that's what we're, what we need. Now, of course, a lot of us out there, uh, I I know that there's already something here, right? Just as millions of other people already know it too across the world. There is something here. There's a presence here that's not human. That's we don't know what they're really doing and what they're up to. Uh, but there, but there is something here. People like we, there are witnesses to the to these things, to the craft, to the beings, right? There's people who have studied this for a long time and know that there's no that there is a cover up. There's most certainly a cover up, and we just need to get that end all proof so we could so the whole world could move on to the next stage of uh, uh, the, the, take a step up uh, to the next level here, right? Anyway, continuing with this article, <clears throat> of course, the Susan Go, the Department of Defense spokesperson, told the network, uh, News Nation, that it had not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial ma materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Well, that's a lie. The, the Pentagon is lying. I mean, the Period. I mean, I don't know how any how how many times we need to say this. Why why do we keep that? You know, there's there, the problem with these articles, right? They they don't give you any context. Like the the, the Pentagon just says, oh no, this is all false. It's all phony. If we don't have any evidence of that, right? It, it's a lie, though. I mean, and, and you could prove that it's a lie just based on, on on things that the Pentagon has said in the past. Like for instance, anything with regards to Roswell. Like I've talked about this a number of times on on the show. Ro the Air Force never presented anything that really backs up their assertion that nothing really happened at Roswell and it was only a balloon. When meanwhile, you have hundreds of witnesses on the other side of the coin who say, no, it was a cover-up. We were told to shut up. It wasn't a balloon. Like Jesse Marcel Sr., he said he was the top intelligence official in Roswell in 1947, right? He said, no, this wasn't a balloon. It was un it was not of this earth. It could not have been. That's, that's what he said. Walter Hout, the guy who put out the original press release, the pre he was a press relations uh, officer, at Roswell in 1947. He was initially ordered to put out a press release that the Air Force, the United States Army Air Forces, had recovered a flying disc. And then, of course, a few hours later, that whole thing was changed and said, oh, it was a mistake, it was a weather balloon. But he said, uh, he signed an affidavit several years before he died stating that, yeah, that was a cover-up. They covered it up. He actually saw some of the wreckage and he saw the bodies. He actually saw the bodies. Right, so and and that's just two people we're talking about. There was many other people, right? So we know that the Air Force is lying. These articles that we're that they when every time that they bring up about what the the Pentagon says, oh, they have no verifiable evidence. They don't talk about those things. They don't talk about what happened in Roswell, how the Air Force has lied about it throughout the years. First, they said they told the truth at first. They said, oh, it's a flying disc. Oh no, no, it wasn't a flying disc. It was a weather balloon. And then when uh, after Marcel and others came forward, starting in the late seventies and throughout the eighties, then by the nineties, the Air Force finally 
finally came out with a new statement saying, well, it wasn't just any old weather balloon. It was a top secret weather balloon called Mogul, right? And then they explained the bodies. They said, oh, that must have been what people were referring to. They, if we start dropping these anthropomorphic bodies, and that, that's what they must have saw. But, they, they, uh, but um, unfortunately for the Air Force, those anthropomorphic dummies weren't dropped from high altitudes until starting in 1953, and they weren't even in the same area where these people saw the, the real alien body. So the Air Force has been lying about this, obviously, for decades. So you should be pointing these kind of things out because they're still lying about it today. Susan Goh, she probably doesn't know anything. She's just a spokesperson. She's told what to say. Now just go out there. Go out there, Susan. Hurry up. Go out there and tell them. Just tell them we don't have any proof. Go ahead. Hurry up. Get up. Get up. That's what's going on, right? It's still going on. They're still trying to cut. There's still a contingent within the uh, Pentagon that's trying to keep this secret. They're trying to keep it locked down. They don't want this truth out. That's that's the that's the reality of the situation. And these articles like this should point out that hey, the the, the Pentagon has been lying for years. And here's the proof. Look at look at all these witnesses for Roswell who said that there were bodies and and it was a, a, a spacecraft. And the Air Force, all the records from that time mysteriously disappeared from like 1946 to 1949. The records that from, from the, uh, the the only place in the world at that time that that housed an atomic bomb, right? So. They're, they've been lying. It's obvious that they've been lying, right? And and, and there were witnesses to, to, that stated that, yeah, they were lying. How can we never listen to the witnesses? How come the media over all these years never listens to the witnesses, ever? But they'll take the official stance. It's the, the, the Air Force will come out with a piece of garbage report like they did in 1997 about the Roswell incident, which basically was garbage. It was complete lies and nonsense and didn't... It, it was... It didn't provide any sort of evidence, really, to back up what their claims were. To say, uh, oh, a weather, oh, there's really no difference between a weather balloon and a mogul balloon. What was the difference? Nothing. Nothing. There was really no difference other than a little radio that was on the mogul balloon to try to uh, listen to see if uh, the Soviet Union was dropping atomic bombs, testing an atomic bomb. But it's not, it, it wouldn't have been something to get all bent out of shape over, right, at that time. Nobody would have known what it was. It didn't matter. Again, the, the, the media doesn't understand what's been going on all these years for the most part. And they need to point this out. Like every time when the when the Pentagon makes a statement like this, where they say, oh, there's not been discovered, we have not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims, blah, blah, blah. Every time they make a statement about this, like this, you just need to, the, the media needs to point out, yeah, but the Pentagon's been lying about this for years because we have 100 witnesses here that say otherwise with, with regard to Roswell. And we have nobody on the Air Force's side. Basically, they don't have any witnesses to back anything up, and they destroyed all their records from that period. So how, how could how could anybody trust anything that the Air Force has been saying for all these decades? I don't see how you how, how anybody could. We we but the media has keeps giving them a break over this all these years, and they're still doing it. Anyway, and then they talk about NASA here in this article. It says, NASA also said following the publication of the claims that despite one of the space agency's priorities being searching for alien life, it too had not found credible evidence of it or UAP. Again, some people in NASA know that there's something going on, obviously, right? I mean, the, the NASA, again, is all part of, it's all one big family there. The Pentagon's one big family. NASA, if NASA comes across something, then that gets uh, you know, pushed up to that top secret control group, right? And they handle it from there. NASA's not allowed to talk about it. People in NASA, people in NASA have talked about this. Astronauts have talked about this. Astro Gordon Cooper saw UFOs. He talked about it. They, they, they know that there's something here that's that's unearthly, right? They just keep lying to us and they just keep doubling down, tripling down, quadrupling down all the time throughout the years. And here we go again. 
Anyway, here we go again. Rachel Partlow, communications director for Burchette, told Newsweek on Wednesday that the congressman was aware of Grush's claims but could not comment on whether the veteran would be brought in to provide testimony as hearing dates and a witness list in the investigation had not been finalized. So yeah, they're talking about a hearing in the House in July uh, when they're going to have people come in, maybe Grush, maybe some of these other people, who knows. And here's uh, another comment from... Oh, this lady says, all I can say is Representative Burchette wants this hearing to be done right, and he wants to bring in credible witnesses who can provide informative public testimony, she said. Asked about who was coming forward as part of the investigation, Rubio said some were public figures who we've heard from in the past, while others had not spoken spoken publicly on UFOs. Others, meanwhile, still work in the government. When questioned about whether he found the assertions credible, the senator responded that some of the claims are beyond the realm of what any of us has ever dealt with, but that the inquiry would intake the information without any prejudgment or jumping to any conclusions in one direction or another. See, I just want to stop here for one second, though. One of the problems I have with all of this is the fact that over the last couple of years, you do have these whistleblowers talking to people in Congress. What's happening behind the scenes? You know, you would think that these people who are the secret control group, right, that you think they're going to be taking, like I've seen a lot of people say this, and it, and it's true. You know, they, a lot of people comment on my on my podcast, that, and I see just comments all over Twitter saying, "Oh, they're moving the stuff right now, hiding it someplace else." That 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 could already be a done deal. Uh, some of these things might have been moved somewhere else, so there's no way we no way we can figure out where they are, and we can't prove it then. Uh, continuing here, it says Rubio said, "I will say I find most of these people at some point, or even, or maybe even currently, have held very high clearances and high positions within our government. So you do ask yourself, what incentive would so many people with that kind of quali- qualification have to come forward and make something up? Exactly, bingo, bingo. What, what, why would they come forward? If you're, if you're in the government, you have a good government job. Government jobs pay you really well, right? You're in the government, and and you're going to come forward as a whistleblower. Why would you do that if it's not true? Why would you risk everything if it's not true? I mean, what kind would it be? Some just for some joke? You're going to go go in and lie to Congress and then go to jail? Oh, it was all a joke. I guess take me to prison. <laughs> You fell for it. <laughs> All I got to do is go spend 10 years in prison now. Come on. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's see here. There's nothing else to read. Okay, that's pretty much it. So there you go. You have uh, people right now, uh, you know, they're, for the last two years. You know, it's not, just, it's not just Grush. I know a lot of people have problems with Grush, but it's not just him. It's not just him. Anyway, anyway, we're going to take a quick break because there's other aspects I want to cover with regards to this story. We will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, we are back. Uh, I got. I wanted to point out some of the the responses to this from some of the debunkers well actually just one of the debunkers i want to focus on michael Shermer. this guy's been debunking for what 30 years now he's been a ufo debunker for 30 years i remember seeing this guy i i've i've talked about him just recently i remember seeing him back in the 90s and he was just always this uh you know very irritating person who didn't really uh consider kept out a lot of the data from his arguments and and was pretty much illogical he's always illogical when it comes to ufos and aliens he's always been he still is and he's he seems like a lot of these people i think they feel like the writing's on the wall right and and they're getting scared so uh, he here's one of his tweets uh, and this was uh, this is just a recent tweet from his since this story came out he says so marco rubio confirms that uh, Schellenberger, okay, Michael Schellenberger was the guy who wrote the story a couple of weeks back where he said he talked to different people, uh, different whistleblowers, obviously to some of the same whistleblowers who Rubio's talking about here, who said that there are 12 to 15 recovered craft in the possession of the United States. Uh, so here's what Michael Shermer says. So Marco Rubio confirms what Schellenberger confirmed, that they know people who know people who saw alien craft or something they couldn't identify. At some point, can we see some actual evidence instead of talking about people, talking to people? In fact, I, I would say, I, I, in, a, in, in, in a respect, I do agree with him here, actually. For uh, you know, I, He's right. Yeah, we want to see the actual evidence already. So yeah, Shermer does make a good point here. But at the same time, he's he's... See, this is how he's tricky. Like he says... He was, he's sick of people who know people who saw the alien craft. He's talking about, he makes it sound like all of this is secondhand, like our second or third hand witnesses, when it's really not. And actually, Schellenberger responded to him, which I found interesting. Schellenberger said, says, I share your frustration. It's disturbing that our sources are terrified about speaking publicly. How do you propose we change this situation? And for the record, I spoke with people who said they saw craft, and so, and so did Rubio. What was that not clear from my article? See, again, he's, he, he actually calls out Shermer on this. Schellenberger does. He calls Shermer out saying, was that not clear? Like, what part of my article didn't you get? Because that's what debunkers do. That's what people like Shermer, he's been doing it his whole career for over 30 years now, since 1992. Uh, so he, 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 he makes it sound like he, he, he's sick of hearing from people who saw, heard from other people who heard from other people. Well, that's not what Schellenberger's saying. Schellenberger's article said, I talked to people who actually handled this stuff. These people actually, they, they worked in the programs. What part of that did, are you not getting? But see, Sherbert, he, he's smart enough. He knows that. That's what he said. But he's he's acting stupid. He's try, he, he wants this to continue. He wants this charade to continue because he knows once it comes to a conclusion, his mask is off. Everyone's going to see for for, uh, for the grifter that he is once, once that happens. And then here was some other guy. Was, uh, I, just, I don't know. This guy is just some rando on Twitter who responded to... Uh, Shermer and this guy says something terrible which I think is something that 
we should talk about here. He says, some suspension of disbelief was understandable a couple years ago, but it's become a farce now. The stigma should be reapplied to this topic until someone produces at least the thinnest imaginable shred of evidence. So here, I just was talking in a podcast yesterday about stigma and how it ruins people's lives. And this guy here, some rando on uh, uh, a follower of Michael Shermer, right? An, an apostate of Michael Shermer is online saying, yeah, we should, we should reapply the stigma to all these people again, the way it used to be, you know, let's, we'll show them. We'll just say they're all, we're all, they're all crackpots and crazy. And see, that's how some people think. See, these people, they don't like it. They hate it. Uh, the, the ontological shock is going to just, you know, it's going to just, some of these people are starting to realize it in their subconsciouses, I believe. I mean, someone like Shermer, he's really, he doesn't want this to come out. Please, oh my God, they're just, please, I need to be proved right still. Like he, they can't grasp it because he knows how he's going to look once the truth does come out. He's going to look like the big fool that he's fell for the, for, it's going to look, he's going to look stupid along with all these other debunkers, right? They already are stupid in my mind, right? These people are dummies, right? But they're going to look really stupid to the whole world once the truth comes out. And people are going to walk away from them. They're not going to listen to them anymore because they because they were proven wrong. And they don't want that. And they know that's coming. They sense it's coming. So the more this we creep toward that reality to the to the uh, actual disclosure, right? The more we move closer to that, the, the crazier these people are going to be. Uh, and there was another tweet here from... Uh, from uh, uh, Shermer, and this was to, to, to uh, James Fox. He says, Dear James Fox, I've been studying UFOs since 1992. I met Carl Sagan, who had been studying UFOs since the 1950s. The reason we're skeptical is that after all these decades, you still have no evidence, just anecdotes of people who know people who saw something. That won't cut it. Yeah, I guess it's not going to cut it. You're right. But see, we're getting there, though. We're getting there. To me, this 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 whole message, to me, really the way it should I should have read it is like this. <laughs> Dear James Fox, I've been studying UFOs since 1992. I've been Carl Sagan, who had been studying UFOs since the 1950s. For one thing, that's a lie. Sagan really wasn't studying UFOs. He never really studied it. He just made proclamations. Right, that's it. That, that's a lie. He wasn't studying UFOs. Carl Sagan did not study UFOs since the 1950s. Right, that's a lie. Anyway, continuing. This is the way. This is the way I believe that. You know, his he feels inside as he was writing this. The reason we're skeptical is that after all these decades, you still have no evidence. Just anecdotes of people who know people who saw something. That won't cut it. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. Yep. Yeah, these people like Michael Shermer are, you know, they don't like it. They don't like it. And then uh, somebody uh, somebody wrote on Twitter, not new to a lot of people in the UFO community and others who happen to be caught in the crosshairs of the programs, but it changes the game. It can't be ignored anymore. Okay, this was written by, uh, tweeted by somebody named D.W. Pasolka, right? So Michael Shermer responds, I don't see how this changes the game. Is it because Rubio has higher status than Grush or Schellenberger when talking to people? This doesn't matter. Just evidence. Show me the spacecraft, alien, and I will drop my skepticism in a California minute. Yeah. No, you won't. You're actually going to drop out of sight in a California minute. Actually, you're going to... A California minute's about an hour, he says. Actually, he's going to drop out of sight in a New York minute. All right, that's what's going to happen. Uh you won't hear from Michael Shermer for a long time once disclosure happens. And if you do, it's going to be, he's going to sound like a total crackpot. 
Uh, so, so yeah, these people are. There's going to be people losing their gourds over this. Uh, once we get there, you can see them. That, like this stuff is really pushing the limits because when you now you have you know people were talking about Grush and I, even people in the UFO community you know say hey he didn't get he didn't give us anything no but now you're hearing that there's actually the people that he's been talking to were meeting for the last two years with people in Congress telling them right what they what, what, what that they've been working on these programs now of course we don't have the absolute evidence yet but we're getting there. Right. I mean, it's going to come to a point. These people aren't lying. Right. It's going to come to a point where we're, they're going to have to we're going to have to see it. We're, something's going to come forward. But again, my fear is, is that these things are, are either going to get hidden or they're already hid by the secret control group that that actions have been taken behind the scenes to hide these things from the public. So nobody sees them. And uh, but still, I just don't think that's going to work in the long run, and, and because sooner or later, it's going to something's going to happen where it just uh, the truth is going to come out. Somebody's going to so hopefully one of these whistleblowers has something that they could show that's tangible that ends it. You know, that's what I keep hoping for. I think that you know, the, the most convincing thing that anybody could do is actually somehow sneak out a, a you know maybe a remnant of a body right and have science some independent scientific group look at the at, examine that do a dna test on it prove that it's nothing of this earth and then we could take it from there maybe along with some sort of contraption that was uh, removed from one of the craft i mean somebody we need to do something to end this already so we can move on that's that's where that's my position on this of course, it is always my position on this. As court, uh, again, I, I just, I just love to see how these these people are going to be re- reacting. I love these the, the the way the debunkers are falling apart here. They're they're, they're they've been more active than than ever. I've seen them. I, I, Michael Shermer wasn't this active before before Grush came forward. Now they're like, oh, it's constant, it's constant, it's driving them crazy. And then you hear about more whistleblowers coming. And it's like, oh no, no, no! They see the writing on the wall. It's like you know. Uh, What's that scene from Scarface? Uh, uh, say hello to my little friend. Right, actually, no. Say hello to the dustbin of history. You know, because that's where you're going. That's where all these debunkers go into the dustbin of history. Because nobody, once once this comes out, those people won't be remembered. They're going to lose a lot of their following. How could they be trusted? They've been instead of trying to get to the bottom of this over the years, they they, they made fun of other people that were w- w- the, the people that were trying to do that. You know, they basically called them crackpots and morons and idiots and druggies or whatever. And now, uh, when the truth finally comes out, it's actually them who they, they're going to want. They're, they're the ones who are going to look like the idiots, right? Who didn't want to see the truth? They didn't want the truth to be uh, made to the public. So how could you trust them anymore? How could you trust someone like Michael Shermer or Mick West? All these disingenuous morons who just keep pumping out this horse dump on Twitter, uh, showing up on documentaries on TV uh, news channels talking about UFOs. Basically, you know, not they never even consider all the all the data. They they only put out the data that supports their theories right they don't be and they'll stay away from the the data that doesn't support their theories because of when you when you weigh everything right everything that they talk about collapses all of the all of their ideas everything collapses and they know it uh but i guess there is a group of people out there unfortunately in the world who need to keep hearing this uh they need to be told that there's nothing to this and that's why these people like michael Shermer exists but it's going to be interesting to see what happens once we finally hit that disclosure one way or the other it's going to be very interesting Anyway, until next time.